This is Mission Control, Houston. Ignition sequence start. With the second pick in the 2021 NBA Draft, the Houston Rockets select Jalen Green. T-minus 15 seconds. Guidance is internal. I'm going to keep working. I'm going to keep getting better every day. I'm going to keep perfecting my craft. And every time I step on that floor, I'm coming. Six, five, four, three, two, one. What's up and welcome to another episode of Locked on Rockets, the best and only daily podcast covering your Houston Rockets. As always, I'm your host, Jackson Gatlin, native Houstonian and partner at Apollo Media. Be sure to follow along on Twitter at JT Gatlin, the show, of course, at Locked on Rockets, as well as at Apollo HOU. I am fresh back from my trek down to Galveston to see the Rockets at their training camp day three practice. Shout out Galveston, the water as murky as ever looks just beautiful. Love Galveston. No, um, but fresh off, you know, Rockets Day 3 training camp, uh, got to take a glimpse at what they were working on, you know, post-practice, just the shots, the drills that they were kind of running, some one-on-one, some shooting drills, that kind of stuff, as well as hearing directly from Steven Silas, Dante Exum, and Christian Wood. So I want to get into... Uh, I want to run back Christian Wood, his entire uh, little little presser. We'll get to that in segment two. I uh, want to tackle thoughts on what Christian Wood discussed, as well as just some general thoughts on what Dante Exum had to talk about as well in segment three. But right here in segment one, I just want to you know lead with immediate takeaways from day three training camp. And I got to say, first off, like just the... Like, I just got to say, like the vibes are just immaculate with this team, right? Like everybody really genuinely seems to get along at such like they just really enjoy each other's company like they're I mean so we walk into practice right and we don't get to see media doesn't get to see the actual practice unfortunately um but we get in you know post practice when they're running some kind of cool down drills some shooting drills that kind of stuff uh doing a little bit of running at the end and just kind of farting around with half court shots which is always fun um shout out DJ Augustine who drained a half court shot um and everybody went wild when he did it the videos up on my Twitter feed um but they just they really do get along with each other so well. And I, I think it's very evident in how they kind of behave with each other, right? So watching some of the one-on-one drills they were doing. Um, first off, Daniel House was absolutely cooking everybody that he was lined up against in these one-on-one drills. I mean, he had easy buckets over Christian Wood, Alper and Shingoon. KJ Martin, uh, I think at one point Anthony Lamb before Lamb got subbed out in the one-on-one drills, uh, and they were basically running kind of just one-on-one, like you know, uh, your turn, my turn sets where they were kind of rotating in and out, in and out, um, so that one guy would play offense, one guy plays defense, and then you know he would sit on the sideline afterwards. And it was mainly those three: Wood, House, uh, and Shingun for a little bit, and KJ Martin. I apologize; uh, those four kind of going up against each other, taking turns. And House, I mean, was was cooking each one of them. There was one point where he had like five or six makes in a row and then missed finally missed one. Uh, I think he got blocked by Alper and Shingun and then came right back and blocked Shingun immediately afterwards uh, on his defensive possession, then got the ball back a, a couple possessions later and then had another series where he had like three or four hits in a row. Um, just really impressive to see. And the, the camaraderie between these guys, right? Um, at one point, at one point when House drained a jumper over C. Wood, he goes, you know, you don't play defense. <laughs> It was just great to see, like, they're just really getting after it. They're, they're messing with each other. Um, there was a point where, where Wood hit a shot 
over KJ. And as Wood was getting ready to go take the ball back out, KJ just gave him a huge shove in the back. And Christian Wood weighing, uh, you know, about he, about 230. Um, he'll talk about his weight. He's actually put on a little bit of weight compared to last season. But he just, you know, goes goes flying like 10 feet the other direction. It was just, it was good vibes all around. Um, got to see a shooting drill involving uh, Josh Christopher, uh, DJ Augustine, Usman Garuba, Kyrie Thomas, and Anthony Lamb. And unfortunately, in that shooting drill right on the front baseline where the media had access, um, Usman Garuba, the shot looked a little questionable. That's all I'm going to say. Um, he airballed one of them. And I do think that there might be a little bit of cause for concern with just the form, the, the, the technique, he might really need to revisit, uh, that shot. Cause right now it does not look super fluid. However, I do have confidence that if the Rockets can work on, you know, can get KJ Martin to a place from where he was at the start of last season with his shot, how he had the hitch in the shot when he brought the ball up on um, that little bit of a delay in his form. If they can adjust KJ Martin and get him to a place where he was shooting over 40% from behind the arc for a stretch of games last season, I have no worries about them being able to, if they need to building Usman Garuba's shot up from the, you know, just building it fresh from the ground up and just completely reworking his form. If that's something that they want to do, because in the Rockets offense, you have to have five out spacing, right? The spacing is absolutely integral to what Steven Silas wants to accomplish offensively with these guys. And so I, I think, Garuba is definitely going to have to take that next step as a shooter to be able to find consistent minutes because we know what he's capable of defensively. Garuba is going to be a one-man wrecking crew on defense. He's going to save a lot of plays. He's going to dis disrupt a lot of offensive sets from opposing teams. He's going to come up with a lot of weak side help, you know, uh, weak side traps, like all, all kinds of stuff, right? He is going to absolutely be a terror defensively. The biggest question mark for him is offensively. What is he going to be able to do, right? We saw that little bit of playmaking out of him in summer league. We saw him kind of operating out of the middle of the floor. But if he can't be a consistent spot-up three-point shooter, at least from the corners, right? Very P.J. Tucker-esque. Because there were a lot of times where P.J. Tucker caught the ball on like, you know, in one of the slots or at the top of the key. I was almost like preemptively like expecting him to brick a shot. I feel bad saying that about Tuck, but like, he was definitely a lethal corner three-point shooter. And then, you know, from the other, you know, more or less three spots on the court, the two wings and the top of the key, I was always a little bit hesitant about, you know, him making shots from those areas of the court. But if Garuba can get to a point where he is a lethal three-point corner shooter, then I have, you know, he, the sky's the limit for him at the NBA level. He's going to absolutely be making roster, you know, hopefully uh, making uh, considerable rotation minutes as a Houston Rocket for a long time to come. But Steven Silas, you know, spoke to the media too and kind of highlighted a lot of different things, um, really just focusing on, you know, right, it's day three of training camp, so it's still pretty early, but just really focusing on like cultivating the, the bonding aspect, right, and basically really trying to build that cohesive team environment, right, talked about doing a lot of team dinners and things like that, really trying to cultivate the right culture, the right atmosphere for this group of guys to let them know, hey, like you're not alone, right? Hey, this this is basketball. Yeah, this is your job, but it's it's not the only thing, right? And I think that kind of harkens back to a lot of what Kevin Porter Jr. kind of highlighted during his media day presser, right? Talking about the fact that he and Steven Silas have a connection that is much deeper than basketball because sometimes, right, you want to get away from your day job, right? And it must be nice for these players to be able to have that little bit of, you know, release that, that's, you know, to step away from basketball for a minute and just be able to connect with their coach, connect with Silas, connect with Stone, connect with each other as teammates about things outside of basketball. Silas said that they, they they're playing a lot of video games, right? They go to eat a lot um so 
really, you know, uh, some strong words from Steven Silas about what he's trying to accomplish here with the Rockets uh, from a culture perspective. He also spoke a little bit about Jay Sean Tate, um, which, you know, I, I know that we just had Kelly Eco on and we were kind of debating the starting spot at small forward for the Houston Rockets, even though Daniel House was absolutely like cooking in training camp uh, and was on fire. I still lean the fact that I think Jay Sean Tate should be the starter. I think he just gives them uh, an unprecedented amount of versatility in that starting spot. And I know that the biggest question mark is, okay, who, you know, can he be a consistent outside shooter? Because if you've got Daniel Tice, who's already not necessarily like a shaky shooter, but not like a lethal three point shooter as like the spacer in a five out offense. um, I'm kind of envisioning Tice being a role man though, at times. So I think Jay Sean Tate should still take that starting spot um, and Daniel House kind of being the one-two punch alongside Eric Gordon off the bench. Maybe, you know, Tice is the first guy that gets subbed out and House gets brought in and suddenly they're running and gunning and you've got House, Tate, and Wood filling up your front court and you're just, you know, you crank the dial all the way up to 11 or 12 and you just, you know, the other teams are just going to be too gassed to keep up once you slot Wood in at the five spot. But uh, talking about, you know, Jason Tate's flexibility, his versatility, basically playing him at almost every position, uh, you know, throughout camp so far, he's basically played positions one through five. He can handle the ball. He can guard bigs. He can switch everything. So really, I mean, Jason Tate, you don't Silas basically said he doesn't want to put him in a box, right? He doesn't want to say, oh, he's just this or he's just that. He views Jason as, you know, quite a versatile piece that he can kind of plug and play wherever. So it'll be interesting to see who actually takes that fifth starter spot. I really still think it should be Jason Tate, but I also wouldn't sleep on Daniel House as a potential selection for that role. Now coming up, I want to run back Christian Woods' media uh, availability, his full little, uh, you know, sit down with us, with the press, uh, with the media. There we go, words. Uh, And we'll get there after a quick message from our friends over at Indeed. Because, look, uh, general managers ask questions to find the right players. Like, do they have ice in their veins? And when you're hiring, you can use Indeed assessments to help make sure you find the candidates with the skills you need, right? Ask the right questions. When hiring gets hard, you need Indeed, the job site that makes hiring incredibly simple. Just, you know, go on to Indeed. You can attract interviews and hire. In fact, with Indeed, you can do all of your hiring in one place, even interviewing all in one spot. It just, it takes the, the hassle out of the hiring process. So don't just hope your perfect candidate will find you. Indeed's hiring tools help you cut through the noise to hire faster and smarter. In fact, Indeed Instant Match provides a list of quality candidates whose resumes are on Indeed the moment you post a sponsored job. So get started right now with a $75 sponsored job credit to upgrade your post at Indeed.com slash locked. Again, that is a $75 credit at Indeed.com slash locked. Indeed.com slash locked. Offer valid through September 30th. Terms and conditions apply. And another message from my friends over at Built Bar. Because look, when it comes to protein bars, you've got to get the right protein bar, right? And if you've never had a protein bar that you've really enjoyed, you've got to check out Built Bar. They are the best protein. Look, this is the best Houston Rockets basketball podcast. They are the best protein bars on the market, right? So they go hand in hand with each other. Um, they've got so many flavors to offer, right? Uh, cookies and cream, strawberry, salted caramel, double chocolate. Can't go wrong with a single flavor on their menu. Coconut brownie chunk is my personal favorite. Um, they, and the best part is, right, every single bar is low-cal, low-sugar, high-protein, high-fiber, great if you're on a keto diet, great if you're trying to lose weight, you know, great when you're just running out the door in the morning, right? Sometimes it's not even when I'm headed to the gym. I might just grab a couple built Bars because I don't have time to grab a breakfast or something, and they're great, like, little, like, meal replacements, honestly, sometimes for me, and you can check them out. Just visit built.com and use promo code LOCKED15 to get 15% off your very next order. Again, that's promo code LOCKED15 for 15% off at built.com. 
And continuing on here at Locked on Rockets, your daily podcast home for everything Houston Rockets basketball. Let's go ahead and play back Christian Wood's uh, media availability, and we'll dive into that. And then we'll talk about kind of some of the points that he hit on during his media availability. So let's dive into that right now. Feel very different your second year with this team and with this role? Uh, yeah, a lot different, actually. Um, I said before in the press conference, you know, I feel like I'm embracing more of a leadership role. So that's that's really the, the big difference for me. How about in your own game and your ability and, and maybe more knowledge that you can do the things you want to do? Have that advanced having had a year doing it? No, not really. You know, I've always had the same mindset, just attacking attack the game. Um, I think I, I just want more want to be so so much involved in my teammates, get my teammates more involved in the offense, and then you know being that communicator on defense with, with Daniel. So just just doing that, and trying to help the team. How's it been with Daniel? Just being with him now, like three days in camp now. How's it been to see how operates? It's good. We've been we've been playing together. You know, he's been great on the defensive end, so I can see how we can we can play together. We've been um, switching on on ball on ball screens and stuff like that. And he's been uh, guarding one through five just the same as me. So it's good to have a guy like that. Chris, you talk about the one-on-one you had, the competition level. Is the All-Star version of you? You don't dominate. You don't dominate. No, I'm not. I'm not. I'm not. A, I'm not All-Star mode yet. But you know, uh, I think I think I'll get there. So uh, we're still we're still waiting for that. In the season, in the beginning of the season, you know, I'm gonna you know go out and give 100. percent But um, you know, I need game reps. So once I get those game reps, I'll be good to go. It's only been one practice. What did you think about Shingu in the first practice? It looked good. You know, we didn't get to really um, do much today, but uh, a bunch of shooting. I got to uh, play with him for the first time in one-on-one, so uh, it was good. You know, he has great footwork. Um, he's good using his body. Reminds me kind of a, of a smaller Jokic, so he looks good out there. Coaches talked about how competitive this group gets, mm-hmm. especially because they're so young, full of yeah. energy. How are you seeing that, not only at practice, but then afterwards when you guys are just going through drills almost with fun? Uh, I, I love it. You know, everybody's everybody has that competitive edge, and it, it, it's it's just you know good to have on on a young team. You don't you don't really see that a lot, especially with, with young guys. But we get out there and we compete. You know, everybody. You don't have to worry about everybody going out there and not not giving a hundred percent effort. You know, I feel like since training camp has started, all the young guys have been giving giving a hundred percent, and that's what that's really what's going to make us better. KPJ got kind of thrown into the deep end as a playmaker last year. Mm-hmm. What impressed you about him, uh, and what do you hope to see from him this year? I mean, he's always been a great playmaker to me. He's always had great great passes, even uh, last year during the season. I think that's just one of his strengths is he can make plays for others, and uh, I think he's going to do great. You know, playing alongside me and Jalen. So. Uh, to put him at that one spot, I think he'll, he'll do a good job. How does he help your game? Um, you know, he gets me involved in pick and rolls, pick and pop. I think I'm, I'm one of the best pick and roll, pick and pop big men in the league. So I think with him on my side to, to be, be able to make that play make, it's, it's going to be great. As a pick and roll partner, how are both guards going to be with Jalen and I mean, Jalen's more of the scoring guard. We, we, we need him to go out there and just, you know, focus on focus on that. And KP, you know, is more going to get the team orchestrated and stuff like that. And I'm, I'm staying out there. I'm out there for a reason, trying to get the team orchestrated. I think I'm the guy between me and DT that's going to have the, the most years in our starting lineup. So it's going to be great. Hey, uh, a lot. You know, I've been passing out of double teams. I've been passing out of doubles in the post. You know, just stuff that coach has been throwing at me that he thinks I'm going to see in the season. And I've been doing, I think, a great job of just getting my teammates involved. You mentioned you want to Exit interviews that you want to spend the offseason season working strength and getting stronger. Mm-hmm. How has that gone? Uh, good. You know, I'm, I'm 230 now. I think to start the season, I was 220, so I've been, I've definitely got heavier in, in my strength and stuff like that. Just, just to be able to bang with guys, I know I'm going to be guarding fives and fours. 
uh, majority of the time. So I'm, I think I'm ready for that this season. Christian, help prepare. Oh, I apologize. To have Daniel Tice, if he starts and whatever amount of minutes you get at the same time, how does that help you be able to free you to do the thing you need? Uh, it helps me a lot. You know, I don't have to, you know, I think it's going to be more traditional guarding bigger fives. Um, I don't have to, you know, bang as much. Um, I get to guard, you know, I think more so my position, which is, you know, four, even though I'm in my same position, it's going to take out the time before this year. Um, he helps me out a lot defensively. Christian, kind of following up on that, you know, how do you feel you're at right now defensively, and what do you think is the kind of defensive ceiling of this team? I think I'm better than I was last year defensively with my ability to be able to switch one through five and, you know, being able to drop the pick and rolls. That's what I think Coach is going to throw at me this year. I think I'm going to be better than um, I was before. You mentioned, you know, you want to take a bigger leadership role in this yeah. team. What does that look like? How do you go? Uh, just communication, uh, telling everybody where to be. You know, KP's only 20, Jalen's, you know, young too. You know, we have a young, a young lineup, a young old, young roster. So, and I'm, I was the guy to, you know, have the, one of the most years and being one of the better guys on the team. So just being that leader to show them where they are on the floor, defensively and offensively. Do you prefer, defensively, do you prefer switching or do you like dropouts? It doesn't matter. Um, I've been working on it. I've been working on defensive, you know, assignments to where I can do both. So it doesn't matter. Thank you. Thank you. And of course, that was Christian Woods' full media presser. If you didn't catch it, it, you know it's it's right here. I'm sure some of the some of the clips have probably already made their way into the uh, into the Twitter sphere. And <laughs> I have to, I'll, we'll get you guys a peek behind the curtain here, um, right? Because everybody, you know, you see the media clips on on Twitter, right, on the the social media landscape, and <laughs> I got the yips, <laughs> so. It's been so I'll be upfront with you. It's been a minute since I've been in a traditional like media scrum because of COVID, right? Like COVID derailed, uh, you know, the 2019-2020 season. And then the last this past season was just a train wreck because of COVID. There's so many different precautions, all this stuff. Everything was remote, everything was via Zoom. And so everything was done differently as far as like interacting with players and press interviews and all this stuff is it was all done through, through zoom mostly. And it was a very like coordinated formal process where it's like, okay, we're going to pick one person at a time to ask a question. You raise your hand in the zoo. Like it's all very, you know, organized. And it's honestly, it feels like a bit of a more streamlined process because, but I will say I did miss the traditional like media scrums, but I forgot like kind of, they're, they're a little cutthroat at times, right? Cause you've got all the media kind of you know, gathered together 10, 15, sometimes 20 people in, you know, in a space around, you know, one or two players and everybody wants to get their questions in and nobody's going to get their, their feelings hurt, but it's just been a minute since I've been in a traditional media scrum since like 2019. And, uh, at one point in that video, you can hear me start to get a question in and, uh, I just conceded. I was like, you know, I conceded to Jonathan Fagan. Um, who uh, will hopefully be joining us for a guest spot on this podcast very soon. I uh, can't wait to bring Jonathan on the show. That's going to be really exciting to, to hear some of his thoughts on the Houston Rockets uh, headed into this next season. But uh, I conceded, and it was just one of those moments where I was just like, I just got the yips. And so little little peek behind the media curtain onto how all of that takes effect uh, when you know, you're trying to interview players and ask questions and that kind of stuff. But coming up, want to share some thoughts on what Christian Wood had to say, as well as thoughts on what Dante Exum shared uh, in his media availability 
availability as well. And we're going to get there after a quick message from our friends over at betonline.ag. Because look, we are back and better than ever. All eyes are on the gridiron as teams are back for another football season. You've also got basketball right around the corner. MLB headed into postseason. They've also got you covered for UFC, MMA, hockey, you name it. They've got it over at BetOnline. BetOnline is your number one spot for all the odds, props, and contests that you could ever imagine. They are the number one source for everything that you could ever imagine. Head over to their website and sign up today using promo code LOCKEDON or NFL100 for a 100% welcome bonus on your very first deposit. Again, that's promo code LOCKEDON or NFL100 for a 100% welcome bonus. That is double your initial investment on your very first deposit. From football, basketball, boxing, right to your favorite Vegas casino games, don't wait to take advantage of all the amazing offers available for the 2021 season. Bet Online is the fastest and easiest way to bet on all of your favorite sports. Bet Online, where the game starts. And final segment here at Locked on Rockets, your daily podcast home for everything Houston Rockets basketball. So let's start with, uh, before I circle back to Christian Wood, um, let me just start with a couple of the the points, the comments from Dante Exum. Uh, So Exum kind of talking about, it took a moment to talk about his free agency process, said it was kind of grueling, you know, going through the free agency process, but you know, ultimately came to the decision that he really likes what Houston is trying to put together here and, you know, was really confident in what they're trying to accomplish and thinks that this is a really great place for him to kind of kind of prove himself again. Right. He took he took a moment to highlight the fact that, uh, you know, does he does he need to really prove, you know, what he's capable of this season? And I think this you know has an opportunity to be kind of a bounce back opportunity for Dante Exum health permitting, which he said that he's, you know, as healthy as ever, um, you know, body feels really, really good. Um, and he talked about some of what, you know, what really makes this team unique. And, you know, it was the idea that he he basically said anybody on this roster at any point, because I asked him about what, you know, how he felt he was getting up to speed with how Steven Silas wants to play, because Silas wants to play fast. He wants to go, 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 right? Uh, you know, offense and defense. He wants to be able to play with speed. And a big part of training camp is getting these players up to a, a proper level with their cardio, right? Because a lot of these guys have been doing like the basketball work all summer, right? We see all the summer videos, right? Like shout out the hoodie mellow videos that go off every summer. No, but uh, I kid. But seriously, right? We've seen all the videos of like KPJ in the gym with Chris Brickley, like, you know, all the different highlight training videos. Shout out Jay Sean Tate, uh, you know, all, all those different videos with all their different, you know, personal trainers and everything. Um, basically, they do a lot of skills work but not enough cardio over the summer. So a lot of training camp is getting their cardio to where it needs to be. And then even like, right, basketball, it's like the first like month or so of the season is working yourself almost into into NBA basketball game shape because there are no substitutions for real live game reps. So I asked Dante Exum how he felt his body was getting up to speed with how fast Steven Silas wants to play. And he said he feels pretty good about it and kind of, been, you know, following up on that kind of discussed, you know, what makes this team really unique is the idea that, you know, anybody on this team can grab the ball and go. So the goal is for, you know, them to get a defense, get a defensive stop, or if they can't get a stop, right, they're going to snatch the ball out of the, out of the net and then immediately inbound it and get running so that they might even get some opportunities in transition after a made bucket. And the fact that he kind of highlighted that, you know, anybody can get the board and then go in transition fits with kind of what we saw last year, right? We saw Christian Wood bring the ball up at points last year, right? And I think that kind of lends itself to an environment or an attitude for the team where it's a kind of like an everybody eats idea, right? So it's not, okay, 
somebody got the rebound. Okay, let's find, okay, who's the guy that we have to get the ball to? Like, okay, where's Harden, right? Where's LeBron? Where's Luka? It's not one of those, right? And even though Kevin Porter Jr. is going to handle the ball a fair share, you know, a, a fair majority of the time as the, as the lead point guard, Jalen Green's going to have the ball in his hands a lot. Christian Wood is going to be the focal point of the offense at times. I don't think there's going to be this like de facto, okay, board has been secured. Who am I looking for, for the outlet pass? And we're so accustomed to that from Rockets basketball for years during the James Harden era, right? Where, and it was a little bit different with the stints with Chris Paul and, and Russell Westbrook, where those guys could, you know, secure the rebound. And sometimes the outlet would go to one of them, but it really does feel like any one of the five guys on the court for the Houston Rockets have the ability to take the ball, put it on the floor in transition and try and create something for the team, try and create an advantageous possession in transition, uh, running with speed, you know, really trying to activate, uh, that part of their game plan. So great to hear from Dante Exum there. And then Christian Wood kind of coming back and, Basically, we kind of assumed this from media day and it kind of felt that they basically locked in the five starters on media day talking KPJ, Jalen Green, uh, Christian Wood and Daniel Tice. But Christian Wood also kind of spoke uh, spoke on the idea of, you know, what this team is defensively capable of and, you know, how Tice is going to help anchor that side of the basketball. And uh, Tice referred to himself as the defensive anchor for this team. So I think it's kind of a foregone conclusion at this point that those two guys are going to spend a lot of time together. Christian Wood also going on record saying that he's, he's going to play a lot of time at the four this season. So I do think that there's going to be a fair majority of time where one of Daniel Tice or Alperin Shingun are going to be on the court alongside Christian Wood. And I didn't, I, I believe, right. If we're being like conservative with the numbers, I bet we're probably looking at something along the lines of like, 20 to 25 minutes a night for Tice, somewhere like in the 10, 15 minutes a night for Alperin, depending. And then some kind of level of spot minutes with House or Tate or KJ Martin occupying like the four spot with Wood slotting over at the five spot, potentially kind of picking up some of those remaining five spot minutes uh, somewhere in the 32 to 36 minutes a night that he's going to probably consistently play. Um, but it does sound like he's leaning into the idea that he's going to be that four and that Tice is going to be kind of the bigger body, you know, center dealing with some of the bigger guys across the league elsewhere. Um, Wood also commented, right. I, I talked about it early, but the, just the competitive edge in practice you know, the fact that they were going at it hardcore with these, you know, these one-on-one -on -one drills at the end of practice, um, which weren't like, th that wasn't, that wasn't planned. You know, that was extra that they wanted to do on top. They weren't quite done. They wanted to run some extra one-on-one -on -one drills. And so they broke up into teams and ran those drills. And once they, you know, felt they got their fill and got their extra cardio in and all that stuff, then they were done. And I think that's one of the coolest things about this, this Rockets team being such a young, exciting, uh, energized team, right? Is this it, right? This isn't a, a group of, you know, vets who are just, you know, ready to kind of go through the motions of another season and kind of slog their way to the playoffs. And you know, they're just, you know, we, we were in this win now mode with this Rockets team for so many years during the James Harden era, where it was almost like you'd start the season and you'd be like, can, can we just like fast forward to the playoffs? Like we've all, we've done this song and dance. And I think it's really important, especially now more than ever with a young team, to appreciate the journey, not just the destination. And, you know, I think there are some fans that struggle with that. I think there are some fans that only focus on the accolades and, and the wins and the achievements and, and the, the trophies and all this, right? I think if you can just sit here and you can appreciate, you know, a stellar high, highlight play, right? When KJ Martin blocks a seven-footer, when he gets a highlight slam, when Christian Wood, you know, crosses somebody up and, and drops them for a three-pointer or, you know, gets an and one on his way to the basket, elevates and powers over somebody, 
you know, there's so much to appreciate in any given game. And this also watching the development of these young guys on a game to game basis, watching KPJ get better nightly, watching Jalen Green get accustomed to the NBA speed and really, you know, work himself up to the NBA level of play. All of these, these different storylines, these different ideologies and everything, it's going to be really fun to watch all that play out. So I just want to emphasize, enjoy the journey, enjoy seeing what this team is going to grow into uh, because Christian Wood's excited. I mean, he came out and he was, you know, talking about, you know, he had high, he had high praise for Alper and Shingun, high praise for Kevin Porter Jr. Talking about, uh, you know, somebody asked him about his KPJ's ability to facilitate. And Wood was like, KPJ's always been a great facilitator. Um, now he's just officially in that role, you know, as, as the lead guard, um, talking about how easy that makes life for him, right? As a big who loves to roll, who loves to pick and pop, having a guard like KPJ who's able to accurately find him and find spots where he can be effective and successful in the game is huge for him. And then he also spoke about Jalen Green. And uh, he basically just said, nah, Jalen's job is to is to, is to to score. We, we just want him to go out there. And he didn't say get buckets. I was ready for Wood to say, we just want him to get buckets. I wish he had said that. Um, but, you know, highlighting all these different points from Christian Wood, uh, I, th- I think one that uh, flew a little under the radar for me was, you know, talking about Alper and Shingun's footwork. And you could see it during their one-on-one drills. Uh, Shingun, there were a couple times where he settled for an outside shot, and there was one where he got blocked by Daniel House Jr. because he he ran out of time during the uh, the five-second one-on-one drill. But uh, you could see, I mean, the, the footwork is clearly on display from Shingun, right? He, he has a very deceptive, a good pump fake out there on the perimeter and a deceptively quick first step. And then once he gets that first step going, he's also got that, he's adept at kind of putting the ball behind his back with a quick like turnaround dribble or spinning and then utilizing his footwork as he gets closer to the, to the rim to get a shot off. So a lot to take away from day three Rockets practice. Um, a lot of great vibes coming out of training camp. And look, we've got the very first preseason game just a few days away. It'll be here on October 5th, Tuesday against the Wizards. It's going to be an exciting time to see this Rockets ball team back on the hardwood. I'm excited for it. You should be excited for it too. We'll have a couple more shows before then kind of previewing what we're expecting to come out of that game. But for today's episode, that is going to do it. As always, thank you so much for tuning in. Thank you for making Locked on Rockets your first listen of the day. And now, go make Locked on Bets your second listen of the day. They've been on fire lately. Go check out Locked on Bets. It's a great show. Lee Sterling, your boy Q, they're killing it over there. Go check them out. But for today's show, that's going to do it. If you haven't yet, subscribe wherever you listen to your podcast. Apple, Spotify, Google, the brand new Odyssey app, free and available on all the platforms. Also, subscribe to our brand new YouTube channel. But for today's show, thank you for tuning in. As always, thank you for watching. Thank you for listening. And we look forward to having you back right here at Locked on Rockets, your daily podcast home for everything Houston Rockets basketball.